evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to the King and You broadcast. Again, we're here live within the studio. I'm your host this afternoon. My name is Steve Johnson, and it's just simply a pleasure to be able to serve God in His fullness and be able to share with our people on this afternoon. Um, today is going to be a a. I'm 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 hoping and I'm praying to God that today that there's a lot of liberation, there's a lot of freedom, there's a lot of deliverance on today. We're going to touch on some topics that, that that's not too popular, but I believe that they are very well needed in this particular dispensation and time in which we live. Um, we live in an age and a, and a day and an hour that <clears throat> a lot of the behaviors that we see are very detrimental to us as people, us as kings, us as queens. And, and again, as you know, um, 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 the DNA of this particular um, radio show is the king in you, where we seek to bring out the best in men. We seek to bring out all of the dog issues that men have, have had to plague them most of their entire lives. And we want to deal with the issue. The Bible teaches that, Iron sharpens iron, and so does the confidence of a man's heart. And today, we want to deal with the issues, with the king that's within you. We also have a opportunity where it's, it's not just the king in you, but also you got kings and you got queens. And, and, and sometimes the king and the queens that don't come clean with each other, we find a an array of different issues that plagued the home, that plagued their lives, and caused so much hindrance to grow, so much hindrance to who they are. So tonight, we would love your participation to call us in at the radio station. We're here live in the studio, and 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 we're gonna allow allow and let and move out the way and let God through the Holy Spirit have His way. Again, if you want to call us in the radio station, it's eight one eight. Six nine one seven four zero six. We also have the chat line open for your convenience to be able to chat in. If you're listening by um, computer, you're watching by computer, or you're, you're you're connected to us through the um, the link. So again, the phone number is eight one eight six nine one seven four zero six. And we're gonna go into a word of prayer and see what thus says the Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you again for all that you're doing, all that you have done within our lives. We thank you, Father God, for being the God over our lives. We thank you again for being our deliverer, our way maker, our strength, our provider. And more than anything, God, we thank you for being the Father in our lives. God, we ask that you allow everyone that's listening, everyone that will hear this particular broadcast, God, that there become a, a, a liberty in their life, a freedom, and that they experience a level of deliverance from the things that's hindered them as an individual, as a person that's in a relationship, and just as a Christian, oh, Father God. And those that may not be a Christian, oh God, we ask that you touch them in such a way that they want to know what must I do to be saved. So God, we submit all of this request unto you. We submit our thoughts, our hearts, 
And we ask you to examine our ways, examine our heart. And then, God, we ask you to allow the anointing to flow like it's never flowed before. And it's in Jesus Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. Again, um, we're going to be just looking at some of the things that has kept us down. Think about the thing that's in your relationship now as we speak. And also, Sister Tammy is going to be joining us also in the studio um, and just speaking on behalf of some of, our, uh, some of the queens and just some women in general and just also on her own behalf as to just things in our in life that has caused us great trials, great tribulation. And, 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 and we just want to we just want to be honest on tonight. What is it that thing that you've been unable to tell your mate? What is that thing you've been able to share with them because they may ask you too many questions? What is that thing that you've been unable to share? And it's, 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 it's honestly, it has bothered you not to share it with your mate. It ain't like you're comfortable keeping the secret, and some of you may have become comfortable because that's the way to keep the peace in your mind. We want to deal with those things tonight that that has plagued men and women for decades in relationships. What is it that you need to share tonight? What is it that you need to be delivered from tonight? Are we still sneaking going to the strip clubs? You can't tell her what you desire, what you prefer. So you find it outside the home, always still on the computer, watching porn sites. What is it that, that, that you can't share with your mate, with your queen or your king that has kept you bound and stuck? What is that thing? Give us a call tonight, Tammy. Share with us, please. Awesome. This is Tammy. Hi, everyone. Um, Just coming from a queen's perspective, coming from being in relationships, being in a marriage, the whole nine yards, I I just had to really come to a point where I had to first come clean with myself about who Tammy was, Tammy's fears. I've always told my son the biggest lies we tell are the ones that we tell to ourselves. Those are the ones that affect us tremendously because when you lie to yourself, you you don't allow yourself the opportunity to defeat, to overcome that particular situation in your life. So for me, as I began to grow and be transformed by the renewing of my mind to grow spiritually, the first thing that God allowed me to see, and this is for my walk, was me. The first thing that I had to deal with or really take a look at and say, okay, Tammy, here you are. And I'll be very honest with you, very transparent. I didn't like what I saw. I didn't like the person that God showed me, that he allowed me to see. Didn't quite understand it all at that time. But as I grew into that queen that God Intended want, wants of us all to be women. You know, I had to, to tackle some of the things that was going on internally and those things that I did not allow 
the king in my life to see, um, which means if they don't know, if they don't see, if we're not coming clean with the people that we're choosing to do life with, then they can't help us. They don't know what to do. They don't read minds. And I know for women, that's one of the things that we really want the kings in our lives to be able to do. However, they just don't do that. They can't really read our minds. So some of the things that I had to come clean about was my fears. Um, I was always portrayed as a strong person, but sometimes when looking back, I just really don't know how I got through. Now knowing it was only the grace of God, and and that that was instilled in me from such a young age about Christ. Um, Feelings of emptiness, feelings of of unloved, um, jealousy, envy. It was so many things that that will tear up your relationship, and you have to be mindful um, of these things and the Satan's tactics on our families, on, on, on our lives individually, which we allow to come in with us. And that's why it's so important to understand who you are and come clean with yourself first. So I, I would start there, and as we go on, I'll get a little bit deeper into some of the things that really disconnect us. Because if you remain disconnected during the day, you know, we're all adults on the show. If you're disconnected by day, you're going to be disconnected by night. And, and by that I mean um, two kings and queens are involved um, sexually. We make love, and if it's not right during the day, it's not going to be right at night. Right, right. So there's, there's a disconnect there as well. So it needs to be a mental and, and, and For sure. A and mental connection. For sure, and we need to come clean about that. We need to come clean that we're not feeling connected and that we're we're just, um, and, and, and we can say we don't know, but many of us, as you said today, are going through the motions. Right, we're just right, going right. through it. We're not. We're not just being fulfilled in our lives, which create that disconnect, which create the lies that we have to tell, that we feel we have to tell in order to keep a relationship. But what is a relationship that's based upon lies? Because, again, you're not experiencing the power of that union the way that God intended it to be. You're not experiencing the power of that love. And that's what love is about. Love is... All those things, the opposite, just the opposite of what you think love is. Um, what you think love is, it is just the opposite. We have we have this thing so wrong. So that's where I stop. First of all, think about, as we continue with the show, coming clean with yourself. What are the things that you need to come clean with you about your life, about who you are? Right, 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 right. Awesome, awesome. Well, <clears throat> we definitely want to uh, be mindful it's some things, there's some lies that 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 has has happened in the relationship, even in denial of certain things, certain behaviors. So how do we tell that mate, tell that person, tell that individual about what we're going through, what we're dealing with? How do we get to that place? How do we share that? How do we make that happen? How do we go to the woman and tell her? How can we tell her? You just do. You just you have to. But what if she's, you have she's to. always angry? She's always upset. You have to. You it. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying it doesn't matter that she's upset. But what will it? Where will it go if you don't? Because if she's upset, if she's always angry, something's wrong anyway. Right. Something's right. going on. So if nothing else, don't go about you. If you're with someone and you realize that they're always angry, then you need to schedule some type of dinner and say, hey. 
listen, I've noticed that something's changed. You're not, something's just not right about you. What can I do? But instead, what I think we do is we attack the person. We say, oh, well, they're not, they're angry. That's that's on them. But if this is a person that you love, that you're doing life with, that they could be the mother of your children, they could be the father of your children, then you should have some concern and you should not go in attacking the person but saying something's wrong, something's not right. In many cases, we 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 know that something's not right, but we don't. We choose not to say anything because of what you said. Well, what if they're always angry? What if they're going to get angry? Okay, but if they're already angry, what's what's changing? So okay, so we talk about a married couple. Are we talking we're talking about, about a married up, couple, unsafe or well, really, at the end of the day, if you're married, certainly. If you're shacking up, certainly. I mean, if you're there, you're playing the role. Yes, you should go. Certainly, if if you're not married and you have children by this person, you should go, you should talk, you should ask, you should say, you know, what's going on. We we have to do that. Communication is key. It's key. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I know for myself, um, as being a, a single individual, just in 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 time passing dating. It has not been easy, and sometimes I think even in the dating arena, we find, um, even in the church, and I just won't leave it in the church, in the church, outside the church, we find that um, people are so quick to just go forward and have sex. Is that okay? I mean, what do God say about, you, you, know, you know, is it okay to just automatically go ahead and just start having sex with an individual? And then what I think a lot of time is, when we're not rooted and grounded in the things of God, it's easy to go that route, more so than not. And not saying that that's easy anyway, but I am saying it builds up more stuff to overcome, more stuff to endure. And at the end of the day, you find yourself operating more in your flesh than anything. We operate more in our flesh than anything, and then in that, there's no real victory. Because you know what? There's no connection because we connected in the flesh. There's no real victory because I really didn't get to know you. I got to know your flesh and not to know you in the things of God. And I think, people of God, we have to be very mindful of the things that have kept us hindered, of the things that's kept us bound up, of the things that's kept us from not walking in that complete victory. It's so many things that we have to come clean about and that we don't come clean about and we find ourselves struggling in that arena. What do we do? How do you do it? How do you find yourself liberated from your behavior, free from the from, from the things that kept you stuck in your life? How do we do that? Can I come in on, I want to come in on your uh, talking about sex, having sex so soon, moving into a relationship so quickly. Right. Um, it reminds me of the, the show Can You Do It Standing Up, right. and that was basically can you have a relationship with someone without the bed? And and in doing and you saying that it reminded me of the Steve Harvey the ninety day rule. And if people would really really think about this, how many ninety days are there in one year? So how many partners have you? If you if you accept the ninety day rule. How many partners will you have had in one year's time? Good way to look at it. I mean, I want people to do the math and answer it for themselves. But that's too many for me. 
Right, right, right. So, I mean, that's that's number one. So think about that. Too soon, like if you're if you're if you're having if you start out having sex, um, replace that with let's go to the park, picnic, talk, communicate, sit outside on a nice night, sit outside and communicate, talk. Because see, we're having sex, assuming that this person wants what I want. This person wants children. This person. Um, loves taking vacation, this person likes doing this, but we don't ask. The sex answers all those questions for us, and you have people that are married, and they find out the other person don't want children. Well, how did you miss all that? Because you were not having a relationship standing up. You couldn't do it standing up. So you said we need to go sit outside. Sit to the table. Sit (laughs) on the floor. Sit somewhere, but talk. Right, right. Have an intellectual, logical right. communication. Right, right, right. And you I, might find out that that we're not so uh, compatible. compatible at all. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And, and and what I think that that lends an ear to a person maturity in God, a person maturity in the things of God. That's I, I believe that lends an ear to that. And I think sometimes when a person, an individual, don't really know God in that way then it's easier to go forward and have sex. It's easier not to stand for morality of of what thus says the Lord. So I think um, when we do go forward and have sex, because I made several mistakes several times, and, 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 and I believe in I love God, I trust God, I want God, but somewhere in my loving God and trusting God, I allow my flesh to be more dominant than God's word than my faith, and in that you open up yourself, you open your spirit up to a lot of things. It's like you open up a door, a window for a whole bunch of other things that comes in our life. So, people tonight, we got to ask ourselves: What doors have you opened up in your life that came out of you not being strong? You're not standing for what God has called you to stand for. You're not doing what God has called us to do. And even in that, what I, I want to share something here with you that um, it says this that that um, that um, even in even in that, just they go a little bit deeper here as we go deeper here. And y'all got to excuse me, my voice is so so. So not good right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have you allowed the world's desire for instant gratification and temporary emotional and physical pleasure to open your life to the spirit of whoredom, tempting you to take these downward steps? What will you do about it? If you find yourself there tonight, you're in a relationship. In that relationship, you already are agitated with one another. You're already frustrated with one another. You're already not respecting one another. Then what do you do about it? What are you going to do about it tonight? What will you do about it? How long will you stay in that place? Is it beneficial to you? Is it beneficial to your kids? 
or how much pain has it brought your life? How much pain being in a relationship that you're in tonight, has it edified you or has it caused issues in your life? You have to ask yourself that on tonight. The relationship you're in now, what has it, what has it done in your life that brings forth any type of edification? And then again, are you lying to your mate? Are you disrespecting your mate? The guy or the girl that you're with, do you want your daughter to grow up and date a guy just like him? Or do you want your son sons to grow up and date a woman and marry a woman just like the woman you're seeing? These are the questions we have to ask ourselves. And let's go a little further here. The ramification of these destructive strongholds reach into two areas. First, a, per- a person opened up his or her life to destruction. This is followed by moral failure, mental anguish, and emotional and physical and mental dangers and diseases such as depression and AIDS can even bring death. Are you in a relationship that is tearing down the moral fiber of who you are, what you stand for, what you, who you're supposed to be representing, which is God? How long have you been in that relationship? What are the things that you know you need to come clean about? Are you in the church sleeping around and you're in leadership? You've got to ask yourself these questions. Are you in the church sleeping around and you're in leadership? You don't know how to come out of it. You don't know which way to come out of it. Or, matter of fact, <clears throat> excuse me, you may not be in the church. You're sleeping around with somebody's husband. You're sleeping around with somebody's wife. And you know in your heart is wrong. And you go back to the person you're with. And you're sleeping around with them. You're running the risk of, of, of giving them AIDS. You're running the risk of giving them some type of sexual transmitted disease. How can we come clean? How can we share what we're struggling with? And then how can we come out? What steps are you willing to take? Give us a call tonight, 818-691-7406. Again, give us a call tonight at 818-691-7406. Are you on a moral roller coaster headed downward? How long have you been going through the motion in your relationship? How long you been telling God you're going to come out? How long you been telling God, just I just got to do it one more time, God, then I'm done with it? How long are you going to tell God I need to get it out of my system, then it's over with? How long will we live inside that era and allow the core of who we are to be destructed, to be destroyed, I'm sorry, to be totally destroyed? 
Where are we in this walk with God? And then in relationships with people, where are we? Tonight we have to ask ourselves, how do we come clean? How do we omit what we're doing and then turn away from that behavior that has been so destructive before God, so destructive to our kids, so destructive for our families? How do we walk away? How do we turn away people of God? How? Give us a call on tonight, 818-691-7406. Tammy, so how how do we tell someone or, 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 or how can we come out if we're, we're in a relationship? We've been in a relationship for about two, three years, sinning, fornicating, lost respect for one another, it don't feel the same anymore, um, and we're not married. We've 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 bought a vehicle together. Or we bought a house together, but we're not married, and the relationship is not fruitful. Or one is more into it than the other, and the other don't want to let go. How do we walk away? How do we let go? Well, I think first of all you have to determine if you if you do want to walk away. Because to me, I think there's a lot of people that are not together that really had an opportunity to make it work. I think number one, I really do believe that we give up too soon. We give up pride. And what I mean by that, we give up because there's something for the most part that connects people. You have to, one, go back and figure out where where were you at the time you allowed this person in your life. First right. determine that because based on where a person is, sometimes will dictate what he or she allows, accepts, will do and not do. And that's why it's very important to, to always be honest with yourself about where you are because only then will you be able to say, hey, I'm in an emotional state right now. I need to just count to ten. Ten days, not count to ten, but, you know, take a few days and say, would I make this answer, would I would I make this choice in a different situation, in a different state of mind? So, number one, I never like to tell people to to just totally walk away. If you have, if something has connected you to the point where you are living with someone, sharing your life in some kind of way, there was something that connected you. Now, okay, okay. Once, you've, once you've gone through the process of finding out, what I can do, what you can do, what we can do, and are we both willing to? If you've gone through that process and still somebody is not willing to, then we have to be big boys and big girls and say, okay, I can't waste my time. My life, my time is too valuable. Because so many of us will get stuck. We just don't want to leave. We don't want to start over. We're miserable. So we live this life and we create another life, and that's the life you're talking about tonight, coming clean. We live this life with this person, but we're totally somewhere else in our heart and in our mind and in our other lives. So right, right, right. when you get to that point where you understand this is over, then make it happen. Right, right, right. That's, that's what I said. But you have to come to that, that point and that place in your life and in your time. But, again, don't walk away too soon, especially for those who have kids and all that. Don't don't walk away because again there are a lot of people who did not take the time to say hey even if it's let let's let's get the kids away for a weekend let's do what we 
used to do. Let's do what we did when we started this thing out. I'm talking about married couples with kids because that's where we're most affected. Right, right, So right. I'm talking about those people. And and what what can we do outside the families who are seeing these people struggle, who are seeing them work 24-7, never make time for each other? Step in and say, "Hey, let me keep the kids. You guys go do and go do this and go do that." But I don't, I don't want anybody to ever just say, "Hey, this is over. Let's walk away. Try, but right, right. it's over. It's over." Right, right. So <clears throat> we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna turn um, um, some more attention now to scripture. Let's see what the scripture says, and 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 how can we use the scriptures as a a tool? as a, a, a rule of thumb, as a ruler, as a guide as to how to come out of where we at <clears throat> and then once we come out, how to stay out, you know, because this 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 behavior and these relationships are not easy to walk away from, especially when someone's giving a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy that they've they've had. So I really encourage you um, that, that to have a friend or tell a friend, someone you may know of, that's in the situation as we speak. You've been in a relationship for years. You've been struggling for years. It's not even got violent. And you know this is not the will of God for your life. Our brothers, I would say this. The things that we have been involved in and we haven't shared with our mates. In the back of our mind, we know it's wrong, that we need to come clean. First, after we come clean, and then let her know. Come clean to God first. Tell God, this is where I'm at. God, I need your help to move from where I'm at. I'm struggling. I'm stuck in this area. Let's look at Scripture. And what do Scripture say about this type of behavior when we're, we're disobeying God and we, we continue to fornicate, lie, and, and, and live a life that's not pleasing, a life that's destructive, a life that's destroying other people, a life that's deceitful, a life that's manipulative. What are the ramifications and, and repercussions of this lifestyle and this behavior? Do God say anything about it? And, 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 of course, we know he does, but how serious is God about this type of behavior? If you will, if you have your Bibles, let's go to Hosea. Hosea chapter 4. Hosea chapter 4. Hosea chapter 4. Let's start at the beginning. I like Hosea chapter 4 at the very beginning. We're going to kind of walk through the scriptures and see what God is saying to a people and to a nation that is 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 not in compliance with what God is saying. What is God saying to a people or a nation? And then what God has showed me a long time ago, how to find myself in the Scriptures. How can I find myself in Scripture? And listen, we all don't fornicate it, if the truth be told. We all don't commit an adultery, if the truth be told. But something wrong when we're still in relationships and we're still lying to one another, we're still going through the motion with one another, we get up on Sunday morning and go to church, we get up and try to act like everything is okay, and we know it's really not okay. 
I mean, women, how, how, how does it feel, and, and then also men, how do it feel when a man bring home STD, he's been living with you, or y'all been living with each other, he's supposed to have only been sleeping with you. How does that feel to know he's went out and slept with another woman, or you went out and slept with another man? How do that feel? Because these are the issues that's in the households on today. Because we won't come clean, first with God. Because we won't live for God. We won't be right. We won't be honest. We won't be straight. And these are the ramifications and repercussions of this behavior. That we take it, we play Russian roulette with our lives, with our very souls. Because what if that STD would have not, would have not been syphilis or gonorrhea or chlamydia? What if it would have been AIDS? What if it would have been AIDS and we stay in these relationships and we walk in no victory? We walk in no peace. We walk in no joy. And we have the, the nerve, the litigated gall to ask God to bless us in it. Tonight, I don't know who you are. Tonight, it's time to just come clean. We can't sleep around like we normally do. We can't say, oh, Lord, my flesh is weak like we normally do. We can't say, oh, Lord, you know, you know my heart. You know I mean well like we normally do. Because all it takes is one time to catch AIDS. All it takes is one time to catch chlamydia. All it takes is one time to get pregnant. All it takes is one time to do the wrong thing and open up the door to all types of demonic forces. The Bible says the spirit of whoredom. We open up the door to all these types of spirits. Let us read Hosea chapter 4 and see what thus says the word of God. And give us a call on tonight. If, if, if you're out there listening, you have a comment, and you just want to share a comment, you can share a comment. Or you may be in that situation. We're not going to call your name out. We'll give you the last four numbers of your phone number, and that's it. But you may have a comment that you may want to share. You may have been through everything I just said, or you may be going through, or you may be just where I'm saying and that you're there. Hosea, chapter 4. Well, the phone number to give us a call on tonight is 818-691-7406. Hosea chapter 4. It says, Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel. For the Lord brings a charge against you. God brings a charge against you, people of God. Not me, not the king and you. But the Lord brings a charge against you. Now we can say, well, you know what? My behavior has really upset God. Not only are you risking your health, risking your life, 
risking your soul, but you have God upset based upon our behavior. It says, For the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. Well, why we have some in a relationship where everybody seems to do what they want to do, man with man, woman with woman, it's okay, do what you feel like, or we just pray to God, drink, smoke, fornicate, tell a lie, we can do whatever we want to do, God going to forgive us, God know I'm, I'm, I'm trying, do we really? We did a show last night, is it really love that you feel for God? Is it? How can you love him and cheat on him? How can you love him and lie to him? How can you love him and hurt him? How can you love him and ignore him? How could you? How could you? I'm going to read verse 5. Verse, 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 verse 1 of Isaiah, Hosea chapter 4, verse 1. It says, there is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. When there's an absence of God, when there's no reverence for God and the things and the principles and the concepts and the precepts of God, God brings a charge. And in that charge, do your relationship do your relationship, can God bring a charge against your relationship tonight? Can God bring a charge against the lifestyle you're living tonight? If that answer is yes, guess what? Tonight, the grace and the mercies of God has petitioned you to come clean. Because you can't continue to live like that. I know you're not happy. I've been there. I've done that. So tonight, are you willing to come clean with God? Let's read the scripture down. It says, we stop there. There's no, there's no truth, there's no mercy or knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying, killing and stealing and committing adultery. Listen, this is Hosea. This, this is what the Bible says. Let me read that to you again because I know it's blessing you like it's blessing me. It says, there's no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery. They break all restraints. People of God tonight, it ain't that, that what you're doing, you can't come out of it. It's that what you're doing is detrimental to your life. So tell me, for the listeners out there, how, how, how can one walk away? What, what's the first order of business? How can one walk away? They've been in a relationship for 10 years, 5 years, 6 years, having sex with the same man. Uh, the, 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 uh, men having sex with men. Women having sex with women. How 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 can we tell the listeners that's in the toxic relationships? 
The man say he's a man of God. The woman say she's a woman of God. But she can't wait to go sleep with another woman. She want another woman in the bedroom with her. Why do we like that behavior? And a lot of us men, if we all be honest, I don't know why, but I think it's part of the perverse spirit that has attached itself to us at some point in our lives that 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 we want two women sleeping together. Why would that turn us on? And, brother, we be honest, we all been there. Why, though? Why, why is something that's so perverse at best seem to give such pleasure? How, how do we address these issues? Number one, the first and foremost goes right back to what we were saying last night. See, we can go to church, we can read our Bible, we can pray, but if we, if we are not doers of his word, do the word. So you I don't become obedient. You saying how do you leave this relationship? Turn to God. Return to God because. But I've been trying for years. Trying what though? And that that people have. I've to, been trying to turn. Well, turn and go. To see, because we we you can turn and stop. So I need to some fully people, repent. Some people see the turning as action. Some okay. people see turning around, but they go another way and end up at the same place. So if you're turning, but you're not creating a different route and ending up in a different place, what are you really doing? And that's what we are doing. As you were reading that one, it brought me to Romans, and we went over this at some point in time, but Romans 1 really is 28. But if you start um, at verse 21, for although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. And that's what's happened. Our hearts, we are full with darkness. We prefer darkness. Although they claimed to be wise, the world is claiming to be wise, so are we. We're hiding all the, we, we are not coming clean, basically. So it says, although they claimed to be wise, they became fools. And to do what we are doing today, to see what is happening in this world today, we become fools. And exchange the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. In verse 24, therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. And it says, because of this, God gave them over to their shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. We're seeing that so, in the same way. So we don't come clean, then these, if, if we don't come clean and acknowledge it, we're seeing in Scripture that God will give them over, give us up. See, exactly, because while we are going to church and playing church, just like you said with the turning, well, I've turned. Well, we're going to church, but are you church? Are you going to church, but are you church? Right, right, right. So, no, if you are, if you again, if you are turning, and we keep saying, and preachers are, not to get on preachers, but people are teaching us to not have a change in behavior, right. not become a new person. We cannot 
We will not come clean until we experience God. So I need to experience God. Right. Okay, okay, okay. You have women saying that they want good men. There are a lot of good men walking around here. I can name a few. I could hook some people, hook some women up. But I guarantee you, yes, seriously, I guarantee you the women will, good men, they will find something. And what we have to get in our head is that as women, because you hear, and I'm saying that because you hear so many women saying that there are no good men, and, and good men are knocking at their door and been trying to break it down. So what is a good man? Come clean about that. And what's a good woman? What's a good man? What's a good man? What's a good woman? That has to be in the eyes of the beholder. But when there's one before you, you need to ask yourself, and you know it's one. Why? And you've had a few. What is it? See, we because number one, we don't know what a good man is because we've not taken the time to say what is it. We won't know one's knocking at our door because we're so used to seeing in our minds bad men. We expect right, love to right. hurt. We expect relationships to be difficult. When God says there should be just the opposite, opposite, it should it should bring joy to your life. You got two salaries, two heads, two hearts. But you know what I experienced in time, and and this is just me. I'm going on the altar here. What I experienced in time, yeah, yeah, they good women, and they even in the church. But um, sometimes when you try and stand, sometimes the women in the church, they get up a little bit quicker than the women out there in the street. And sometimes the women that can quote the scripture, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's all women, and even men likewise. So it's no one better than the other. But I think a lot of us have experienced a level of defeat in relationships because of we choose not to really be submitted to God in every aspect of our lives. So we'll say, oh, yeah, we submitted, we can quote scriptures, but we both want it. We both want to have sex. We both want to do the same thing, and we find ourselves engulfed in a perverse relationship and want to put God on it because scriptures in the relationship, um, going to churches in the relationship, quoting the Bibles in the relationship, but God is in the relationship because it's already been perverted because the thing that was was attracted, was, was the attraction becomes the flesh. And in Hosea, here in Hosea, it says, they break, this Hosea chapter 4 verse 2, this is the latter part of two. It says, they break all restraint with bloodshed upon bloodshed. Therefore, the land will mourn. And everyone who dwells there will waste away because of the behavior of the people. This, this is individually he speaks, but he's speaking to a nation. And everyone who dwells there will waste away with the beasts of the field and the birds of the air. Even the fish of the sea will be taken away. Now let no man contend or rebuke another. Meaning I can't sit there and tell you about your stuff because my stuff dirty too. I can't rebuke you because I'm not living no better than you living. I can't tell you, oh, you fornicate because I'm fornicating. I can't say you lying and deceiving, you cheat because I'm cheating. God make it clear. Then it goes on further and says, Therefore you shall stumble in the day. The prophet also shall stumble with you in the night. Look at that. The prophet should stumble with you in the night. It's some things we're doing in the church, outside the church, in relationships that people of God, non-people of God, we have to come clean. How can we come clean? You first start with God. Look at the lifestyle. What is it that's in you? 
and then look at the relationship you're in. You really don't want to be with him. You really don't want to be with her. But she paying the bills. He paying the bills. Y'all paying the bills. It's just convenient to be together financially. It's convenient to be together financially. God is not being edified. The kids are unhappy. Technically, you're visible. Y'all can't wait to Friday come and y'all go y'all separate ways. They're going to meet who you're going to meet up with. Right. There's no benefit to to not coming clean. If you really think about your lives, and for, for those, because I've been there, done that, where, boy, I kept so much. But the freedom that came with, and, and again, it's, it, it is not a process that feels good. Walking away, starting over, turning is not a process that's edifying. It, it is not going to, you're not going to leave and just feel, you may have some instant gratification of freedom. But at the end of the day, if you don't deal with what initially took you to the point, to a place of, of keeping the lies, of not coming clean, then you're going to end up right back with someone, probably with someone else finding yourself lying in that situation, in that relationship as well. So, again, you have to come clean with yourself first. I know you're saying you're saying God, and I think we're on the same page here, but even in the way we love God sometimes, we feel like as big as we know God is and that God is all-knowing, all-powerful, we think there are people that think they, they are hiding things from God. Right, That they right, can keep right. it from God. Like if I just do a little bit of it, it's okay. Right, right. So that's why I say you have to come clean with yourself. I mean, if if, if, if you're doing what you're doing, you're doing it. I right, never forget, right. you know, Pastor said, if you're going to go to hell, bust the door open. Don't, don't, don't think because you're in the back of hell, you ain't in hell. You go through the back door, you don't think that. And, not, again, we're not saying everybody's perfect, but coming clean is freeing. It is absolutely freeing. And when you look at your life now and think about what you are not coming clean about and see how it's working for you. Ask yourself, how is this working for me? Am I happy? How is it working? Look in the faces and in the eyes of your children, if you have children, and you and your spouse are walking around in a hot mess. Just take a glimpse at your children. We don't look deeply at the effects of not coming clean. Coming clean generates a fulfilled life. And people of God, that, that listen, as you read on down to Hosea, listen to what God is saying here. Therefore, you shall stumble in the day. The prophets also shall stumble with you in the night. I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. He goes on further and said, because you have forgotten the law of God, I also will forget your children. Look at our kids on today. All this comes from our disobedience and our behavior. I've been guilty of it. You've been guilty of it. We've been guilty of it. Tonight we want to come clean of our behavior, our hidden sins, our iniquities, our lies, our dark areas in our lives. Even the thoughts that you think no one else thinks. You know, coming yes. clean is, is freedom not just for you, but for the world, because the very thing that you think no one else is going through, there's 
there's a hundred more right in your circle on your job. Yes, yes. That's doing yes. the same thing you're doing. The same the thing. The same thing. But it's because again, we don't talk, we don't communicate about it, we don't try to seek help about it, we don't go to the church about it. And and we don't. We have to take some accountability for that as well because when people do come to us, we act like we've never did a thing in the world. That's right. Instead of saying, been there, done that, or I haven't been there, but I got a sister who has, or I have a brother who has, and they can help you walk right out of it. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, people of God, give us a call on tonight, 818-691-7406. We're just walking through the Word of God and seeing how our behavior has been a domino effect to not only to ourselves but to society, to our families, to our children, and to our community, that our behavior has been a negative impact on our lives. What will you come clean with tonight? What will you let go out of your life tonight? Is it a relationship? And you know what? And some of y'all, you have to put down them toys in the bedroom. Y'all got some toys in the bedroom. Been there, done that. We live like that. Listen, it's nothing pretty much that we don't all have not done or we have all done. Because people are pretty much common and do the same thing. And it's really no new trick from the enemy. Between the lust, between the money, those areas there, Satan have a tendency to rule. How do we walk away from something that is so toxic in our lives? How do we stand for the things of God? I'm going to read those down just a little bit further here. It says, it says, I will forget their children. The more they increase, the more they sin against me. I will change their glory into shame. You know how that relationship, you weren't certain it was going to end or how God was going to do it? And you knew along with your heart, your mind, your soul, I've been there. That you need to get out of it and you wouldn't walk away. You kept saying, God, one more day, one more day. This is where we are, people of God. This is how... We have to make a decision that, God, I'm going to come clean tonight. I'm not holding on to no more secrets. I'm not holding on to no more failures. I'm not holding on to no more wavered behavior. I'm not holding on to no more addictions. I'm not holding on to no more toys. I'm not holding on to no more phone numbers I know I do not need. God, I'm coming clean tonight. That man that I've been with, I've been with him because he only pays my bills. Lord, that man I've been with, I've been with him because he have good sex with me and I pay him money. Or Lord, that woman I've been with, she got good sex and she give me somewhere to stay. Or Lord, that woman I've been with, she buy me clothes. Whatever your thing you're stuck on in a relationship and you know it's not God, come clean tonight. Come clean tonight. You serving in the church. And you fornicate as soon as you get out of Bible study. Come clean tonight. You serving in the church on Sunday. 
but you can't wait to go home and lay up and do something ungodly when you get there. Come clean tonight. The man you've been sleeping with, you know you've been faking orgasm because he don't move you like that. He don't do it for you, but you put up with him, you tolerate him, not because it's a God relationship, because it only benefits you. Come clean tonight. Let those things go. Those things will continue to hinder us like never before. What's your struggle on tonight? What's your stronghold on tonight? Give us a call tonight. You know, I want to put emphasis on the coming clean. Um, when we are when we are not um, living that life of, of honesty, we're living a lie. And the Word tells us that the truth um, sets us free. Yes. And that yes. whoever lives um, by the truth comes into the light. So think of coming clean that way. Um and this is an individual process. Only you know what is holding, keeping you in bondage. Only you know what you are not coming clean with yourself about. But think about it again. The, the things that you are holding in is creating darkness in your life. So if you feel like you are continuously ending up in the same place consistently, it could be with a different person. There's yes, many of yes. us right now who keep thinking, why do I keep? picking these men? Why do I keep picking these types of women? Or why do I why do my relationships always end up here? Yes, yes. Sometimes you have to think about the common denominator. Who is who is always in those relationships? Yourself. So yes. you may need to ask yourself, what is it that I need to come clean with me about to myself? And take those things to your creator and yes. be willing to deal with them. Find yourself in the word. Yes, yes, yes. I'm 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 gonna leave you with this, people of God. Um I'm approaching the hour and 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 those of you that are out there, feel free to call in or come in. But I'm I'm gonna leave you with this as 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 we get ready to close out um uh, on this program that <clears throat> to overcome this evil you must first be certain Jesus is Lord of your life. Examine your heart and determine if he reigns on the throne of your life. I'm going to say that again. Determine if he reigns on the throne of your life. Have you withheld any desires or areas of your heart and mind from him? Yield them to his will. Secondly, tear every idol out of your heart. Tear every idol out of your heart. What man, what woman, what thing that's in your heart that you just can't let go? It ain't God. You only you only you know and God, you and God know what it is. Tear it out your heart tonight. Write it down on a piece of paper. Write it down on a piece of paper. I'm going to say it again. Write it down on a piece of paper and take it and tear it into little pieces. Tear the idol out your heart. Tear it out tonight. Come clean. Tear it out. Okay, God, I'm a shopaholic. 
It's done kept me spending money on more shoes at Macy's, more dresses at Macy's, more sales. God, I ain't got that kind of money. I don't ran up a credit card, so that's why I'm sleeping with Johnny. Johnny just seemed to come through with a couple of hundred dollars every now and then. So you know what? I'm gonna keep shopping. And I, see, it ain't really that you 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 promiscuous like that. The real issue is shopping has set up an altar in your heart. Tear it out. It could be a guy. Could be a girl. Only you know. As you tear that out of your heart, there's, is there anything that you invest more time, talent, and passion in than you do your love for God? I'm going to say that. Is there anything you invest more time, talent, and passion in than you do your love for God? Consider it placed as an idol and deal with it immediately. And lastly, bind the spirits of harlotry and whoredoms that may have taken root in your life. Take a moment and pray. I'm going to say that to you again. Just a part of that. Is there anything that you invest more time, talent, and passion in than you do in your love for God. Consider its place as an idol and deal with it immediately. And lastly, bind the spirits of whoredom and harlotry that may that may have taken root in your life and take a moment and pray. Come clean tonight, people of God, because there's some things this has kept us stuck. This has kept us stagnant. And it has kept us struggling. What has set up idolatry in your heart? What is in your heart? What is in your heart? I'm going to say this prayer with you now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you again for life, health, and strength, O oh God. We ask you to deliver those that are stuck. Deliver those that are struggling. And deliver those that have no clue how to come out, God. We ask you to give them the grace, the peace, and the mercy, God, to understand, God, where they're at in a toxic relationship is not where you want them to be. It's not that they're bad people, God, but we know in order to make a change, in order for them to come out, they have to have a change of heart, God. Tonight we ask you to give them that grace even the more to make an intelligent decision to turn, repent, and walk away. Because tonight, God, they need you more than ever before. Tonight, God, they want to be delivered. Tonight, God, they want to come clean. Tonight, God, they want to be set free of the things that's kept them bound for years, oh God. So we thank you, we bless you, and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I do. I want to, um, I'm, I'm going to focus back on relationship, and I just have no idea why I keep going here, but I, I really feel that for the most part, all of us, each and every one of us, desire someone to do life with. 
We desire that person that we think and feel, not think, we know and feel like that person, this person was perfectly made for me, and we're going to do this thing together. But we have allowed the world uh, to take us from our foundation, which God set vehicle, and that's, that's our Heavenly Father, our Creator. And I'm amazed even more of how these topics, um, we start out going, thinking we're going in a certain direction with them, but they always lead right back yes. to our Father. And that amazes me when I think about my life, when I think about when I was going to the club, you know, I was in my garage and I found a uh, flyer when I was doing Meltdown Mondays. I had a gig every Monday night. I, I sponsored Meltdown Monday at this club, and God allowed me to see that I replaced Meltdown Monday with Butterfly Evolution. So I traded Meltdown Monday, and I'm wow. doing Butterfly Evolution on Mondays awesome. now. And it's just about God. And I can tell you people, it wasn't until I came clean and allowed God to show me me and not run from that, not saying, oh, God, I'm going back this way because I can't deal with all that. You know, when you see yourself, when you start to figure out, why am I not coming clean? What am I afraid of? What do I really have? Where are these lies really getting me? How do I really feel? Why am I always sad? Why am I miserable? Why does nothing make me happy? Not even the new shoes that I go and purchase. Not even the dinner. I mean, if you really think about your life, coming clean shouldn't sound so bad because what is not coming clean getting you. So evaluate your life. Now, getting back to the relationship part, for those of you who are doing life together, especially married people with children, I jotted these things down as Steve was talking Try doing it standing up. And if you missed that show, go back and listen. If you missed that show, buy the book. Try, can you do it standing up? Kenny Pugh, I think, is the author. You have to search it. He has no ties to Butterfly Evolution. But even as as married couples, try doing it standing up for a week. But replace that with spending time together, going to a park, taking a picnic, priceless. Go bowling together, priceless. Turn the TV off. Talk. Priceless. Take a walk. Priceless. Eat ice cream together. Priceless. Sit in the floor. Play checkers. Talk. Do something. Connect with one another. And with with children, I say this. If you are contemplating splitting, if you know that you're not coming clean with your spouse, if you're holding things back, then you are denying your children also. You're denying your family, your grandchildren, your children, your life, because the breakup is not just about you. So I say this to, for those of you who have kids together, take your kids to a park and watch them play. Watch the beauty and the joy. If that does not move you and if that doesn't remind you of what brought you together and make you want to say, hey, we can do this, then maybe it is over. But try these things first, and then you have to put God in it. I think married people who are struggling, if you're not going to church together, come together and say, hey, let's just go to a neutral church, one that neither of us have never been to. You you, you fit in there. You know it, no one, and no one knows you. 
if it means driving up 45 minutes to an hour to a church that you, that's not even in your area. Try that together just for a day. Right, right. There's so many things that we need to come clean about, but the first thing, again, is coming clean to yourself about who you are and the choices that you are making and where, where they are leading you, where have they led you. And the first thing we need to do after that is get in the Word of God and say, yes. here I am. I surrender. Yes. My all. I surrender. I can't do it. We can't do it. I can tell you, we cannot do it in our flesh. That's right. That's right. That's right. We cannot. And it's only possible. that encounter, consistent encounter with the Holy Spirit, obedience. And that's what we run from, the obedience. We don't yes. We don't want to do, you know, we're like that, that defiant child. We don't want to be obedient, but we want the results that being obedient brings. Exactly. You can't have. We cannot have them both. I like the way you put that. So we want the results that comes with obedience. Amen. And we can't have it. Can't have it. It, it doesn't work. You got to do the work. It doesn't work. What? You got to do the work. Right. You you got to be obedient. Right. And to become a recipient of the blessings of God, you have to be obedient. So people of God. We're going to just leave you with this. Do you have anything else, Tammy? Um, I truly hate my voice and soul. It's, it's, it's such pain. But um, um, I'm going to leave you with this. If y'all are having more sex than you are praying, and that's all really goes down, he's probably not going to marry you. Or you're probably not going to marry him. And so many times we stay in relationships and be in relationships to where we already know we're not going to marry and we end up hurting each other, hurting somebody. There's so many different scenarios I can speak on tonight. But listen, if you love God, trust God like you say you do, like we say we do, then our lifestyle will line up a whole lot different our victory will be a whole lot different. Sometimes I think we become so secular in the world, we know how to talk the church lingo, but really the church the, the church aspect of Christ is not really in us. Let us get to a place where we come clean with God, and then we can come clean in our relationships. We have a few minutes left. Give us a call at 818-691-7406. That's 818-691-7406. Again, we must come clean as kings and queens. Start with hiding, lying, deceiving, manipulating, playing games. If you're not going to marry him, get out of it. If you're not going to marry her, let it go. Let it go. You, you're shortchanging yourself with a life with God. Settle. You're settling. You're cutting your life short with God. Because at the end of the day, listen, at the end of the day, it takes too much work, too much lie, too many lies. It takes too much work. And then guess what? When Jesus comes back, you won't be ready because you're in a relationship you don't, you don't have to be a deceiver and a liar in for most of your life. Just come clean. Do what it does, says the Lord. Is that easy? No, people of God. 
We can confess that. No, it's not easy. It's not easy. But once you get a made-up mind, it's easier to walk in that made-up mind than your mind ain't made up and telling yourself, well, I'm going to do it eventually. I'm going to get it right after a while. After a while, it never comes. God bless everyone on tonight. And it's, it's just been an awesome time tonight. And I hope somebody got set free. Somebody became uh, um, delivered. Somebody became even more mature in the word and understanding. But go back and read um, Hosea chapter 4. All of chapter 4, Hosea. And, and it kind of walks through the behavior and how God had a charge against the people based upon their behavior. And then examine yourself. Do a self-examination of where you're at in God in correlation to the Scripture. Once again, join us again here next Tuesday, same time, same place, and we love you. And as we as we 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 signal as we sign off, um, just allow this song to minister to your soul. And the name of the song is "Never Be Bound Again." Correct. Correct. Never be bound again. By Bishop Paul Morton, and we're playing it from YouTube. So if you if you have trouble hearing it, just go to YouTube. Never Be Bound Again by Bishop Paul Morton and, and William Murphy. And, and William Murphy, okay. Thank All right. You. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We've had a great night. Last call for those of you who are online, online and listening in. If you do have something to add, please go ahead and select the number one now or submit your chat. We'll give you just a few seconds, and after that we will turn it over to this song and... Steve will be back on next Tuesday. Absolutely. Same next time Tuesday. with the King and You. Um, Butterfly Evolution will be back on uh, Monday, same time. Next Monday, same time. Be on the lookout. Prepare your young girls. We're going to have do a show with the young girls. Talking, Unfortunately, talking about what they are experiencing the most. And I'm just going to say this, giving someone a little bit more time to decide if they have something to say. But we're going to be discussing with our young girls aged 13 to 18, maybe some 20 as well, but 13 to 18, what they've uh, explained is they are having issues. Their biggest issue is sex and relationships. And I want you to hear the age. So where will they? They will be the ones that are not coming clean in a few years. So think about that and prepare your young ladies to join us, mothers, Fathers, prepare to join with them uh, or allow them to invite their friends over and make it a night. You know, we just need to, to pour more time into, into our youth and and become better people as well so that yeah. our youth start to see us doing what we are proclaiming or being what we are proclaiming to be. Yeah. They see us go to church, and before we get out of the parking lot, we don't cuss the person out on the way home exactly. or come home and we're cursing each other out. Because of so, we up in the church. It could be so <laughs> as well. So prepare for those uh, shows. In addition to that, um, I'm going to have two families on, and I think it's so appropriate for the show that we did last night and the show that we're doing tonight. These are families, two, and, and I'm saying this because there's such a disconnect seemingly with our African-American families, but these are two families that are, they've, they've held it down. They have children who are just, wow, blessed. 
beyond measure. These people have always gone to church. They put God first. The women have allowed the men to be head of the household. I mean, I've shared one of the stories with you all where the young son called in the middle of the night, wanted to come home from camping. Father's out of town. She says, I have to call your dad first. Dad says, let me handle it. I'm not going to have you and the girls driving up this time of night. He's going to have to endure it. But Mom wanted to go get her baby. And and I, I commended her for that because I don't know if I would have been able to do that. But she listened to her husband. He said, no, you guys can't go up. I'm not there. I'm out of town. If something happens, I can't get you. He'll just have to make it work. And he calls and takes care of it, tells the son, we'll talk about it when, when you get back, but you have to sweat this one out. Your mom and your sisters are not coming to get you. But these are families that, that's one of the families. The second one, I remember they affected my life in a deep way at the age 20-something, I guess I was, late 20s. It was the first fam- real family that I had ever seen to that magnitude. Um, and for the first time, it, it depressed me so because I realized, my child will never know this. He will never experience this with his mother and father. Now, can he create that for himself? Absolutely. Um, this is a man who I sat and watched him play the piano and sing Christmas carols or songs with his family and just be the head of his house. So it works when we do it God's way. Well, it works when men love their wives as Christ has loved the church. But in order for them to do that, they have to first love God. So it works. That that natural order works if we work it. So keep all that in mind. I know I said a lot. We are really going to go this time. Um, but I just felt led to say that. So we don't have anyone that selected the number one to talk. And we're good on the chat. That being said, please take the time to listen to this song again, Never Be Bound Again by Bishop Paul Morton and William Murphy. Murphy. Okay? Have a good night. God bless. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for you. I pray for you. I'm going to use your story. I want to be free right now. Open your mouth and begin to tell the Lord. I want to be free right now, tell the Lord. I'm ready to be delivered right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Open your mouth and tell him. God, I give you every failure. God, I give you every secret in my life. God, I give you every hidden thing. I'm ready to shake it off of you. Deliver me in my secret. That I might be free. 